What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Roll for Damage, the D&D 5th Edition live play podcast following four people around the world of... Oh, God, I don't know what JoJo's world is called. Anyways, I am one of those players, slash DM, slash editor, Austin, and I am joined by... Just kidding. I'm actually joined by nobody today. Uh... We are coming up on the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that, so I figured I'd do a bit of a recap of what's happened so far in JoJo's campaign. We are at 10 episodes, and it seems like we have done nothing, but we will do a little bit of a recap for everybody here, and then at the end of the episode, it'll probably be a pretty short episode, but we'll do a uh, moving forward in the podcast what we want to do. Uh, this holiday season we might be missing a couple weeks and stuff like that, so we do have plans though, so stick with me. Anyways, uh, to recap, we met everybody, uh, Corey playing a tiny person warlock, and I am playing a warforged fighter, Reese is playing a fairy druid, and Mike is playing a dragonborn ranger. Uh, pretty fun uh, composition there. They all kind of hit it off. We got split into teams two at first, and me and Corey and Reese and Mike uh, were the two teams. Mike is from where we're at here, and you know, he kind of knows his way around. Uh, the rest of us are kind of new here. Uh, Reese is for sure new. He's from the Fey Wild. I got some some theories I might talk about on why Reese is here instead of in the Feywild, but anyways, uh, me and Corey are from the Underdark, which I would really like to go see the Underdark again. We all met each other uh, based on some fighting that happened in the streets. We got together, beat the crap out of a couple little, little crony guys, and we're like, hey, you know, whatever, hey, let's uh, chill with each other and be cool, you know? Um, it's always hard getting a D&D party to just, uh, accept that they're adventuring together. So, all the players out there, just accept it. Like, don't, I, I understand you want to get in character and blah, 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 blah. Uh, just accept that you guys all made these weirdo, cool, crazy characters and fate has brought you together to... I always, sometimes you hear people who are like, I don't know why my my guy would be in this party. It's like, okay, well, we're playing D&D and this is our party. So, uh, out of character, uh, uh, make up a way, a reason why you'd be here. Um, it's always just the weird starting point of D&D. Uh, after we all got together, we ran into a cat man, a shadowy cat man. And he was stealing from a temple and I don't know if he stole the rod or it was like a wand staff I think staff is the right word uh, Mike kind of got whomped but the rest of us didn't really uh, get close enough to him to fight him uh, we should have done a little bit of backstory on Jojo's world as far as um, who these people are he's got he's had some callbacks to uh, evil baddies that we fought we fought we've been in this world before with a campaign that wasn't on the podcast and 
Jojo put a lot of work into it and he just reused his world. But now we're running into like callbacks, like Bob's Tavern and stuff like that, that we know, we as players know a bunch about, but us as characters do not. So we'll try to enlighten you on certain things, like these, these big bads that we kind of ran into are definitely from before, like this Catman and the Jester guy we'll get to in a second. So this Catman uh, is Jojo's big bads in our campaign was like a group of nine cats called the Akatsuki, and it was very good, very funny, uh, ran by the guy named Toby that you hear him offhandedly talk about, and so after we got whomped by that guy, uh, I did a little bit of digging around the temple, didn't really find much of note, um, the other guys kind of went to the tavern to be able to rest for the night and relax after that. Um, then the next day we went to the market. Oh, we kept going back and forth to the college as well. Uh, first we went to the college to do some... No, first we went to the college because Mike's guy needed to find someone to help him hatch a dragon egg, which is sweet. And then we went to the college because um, we had to do some research on this these guys and I don't know I don't know if Tansy's arm got petrified during the campaign or if he mentioned it was like that when we met him but he was going to get depetrified I think it got something happened that it got petrified during the campaign but we went to the college a couple times, interacted with the people there. They're really cool. Uh, the old man who runs the college seems like a uh, um, Master Roshi type uh, old frail man, and then he rips his shirt off and he's super buff. Or the uh, head hunter guy from he Hunter x Hunter. Um, we went shopping uh, for some armor and stuff. Uh, ran into this jester guy who is another callback. Uh, Jojo had a few baddies that were like uh, League of Legends characters that he tried to port into D&D and this would be uh, Shaco if you are familiar with League of Legends. Uh, the guy was actually trying to capture Mike's character which we kind of glossed over but that was kind of weird as well. He like threw a box on him or something and it started like capturing him. Uh, Corey put a mask on that made it so he was some crazy warlock guy but he just passed out and had vivid nightmares and I almost ripped his face off. After the jester guy we took another rest, went to the college again and then Corey's character wanted to you know oh shiny lights big city go to Voss Legas across this bridge so we did that but we didn't really have anything to do in Voss Legas. It was like Halloween. We did the whole meme where we dress up like our old characters. And uh, we went to these two bars that were fighting each other. It was very funny. The one threw a pie, a giant pie at the other one. And the reasonable uh, retaliation would absolutely be to shoot a giant cannonball back and blow half the tavern away. There was some sort of breach 
in Vos Legis, and we can get to that in a little bit. My thoughts on that. I have theories on that as well. Uh, security breach, but it seemed like security was tightened up, and uh, it was just too big of a city for us. We were like, ooh, we do not like it here. Corey's guy was like, I don't like it as magical as it is. I don't like it here. So we went to the Adventures Guild and decided, hey, let's just start our adventuring squad. You know, we'll just, everyone's got to start somewhere. So we went to the Adventures Guild and picked up a quest along with some healing potions to guide this guy's caravan down the road, which we started on. And we got a little ways down the road and we ran into some bandits, which I think we pretty handily whomped those bandits, which is fine. Uh, JoJo's still... Uh, trying to feel us out, figure out how min-maxed our characters actually are, so that he doesn't just womp us. Uh, there's another tip for DMs out there. Uh, definitely the first few combats, just, just make them easy and ramp them up. It's much easier to make an encounter harder than it is to tone dial one back. Uh, just because if you realize you have to dial one back, that means you have all already probably like put a guy down in one hit or something like that which is super bad like you are in trouble um even if you have all your baddies run away and then it just feels not so good so we want those bandits and we kept one alive and we're going to talk to them and try to root out the bandit people and that's where we are that brings us to present day we're going to uh try the best we can to bring out episodes of this campaign so that we can keep on keeping on and keep on following the guys. Corey's got uh, a couple weeks where he is um, in M Michigan, I believe. Uh, and JoJo has a couple weeks where he's going to be in Alaska. And I work a weekend out of every month. So, And also we have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas, we have New Year's. So this time of year it just gets really hard to follow a schedule. But if we don't put out new episodes of this campaign we will be putting out um uh, we'll try our best if i can get some people together on a saturday night spoilers that's when we record uh if i can get everyone together on a saturday night or a couple people we might do a draft we might do a rankings a tier list like we we did before um so yeah, we will do some, we might have some filler episodes again, you know, we're in that weird time of year where I want to get content out to you guys so you guys can enjoy it. You guys still, I mean, even though Thanksgiving's on a Thursday and people are with their families and stuff, it's like, okay, well, I still work these days, I still listen to podcasts, I still want to enjoy it. I don't want to stop putting out content for you guys, so uh, even if it's just me uh, here, like I am, rambling on for whatever reason for however long I need to uh, maybe you know it might just be a little episode every now and then but I just want to get out I want to get to you guys I want to talk to you guys and I want to be in your ears and I appreciate you guys letting me be there so uh, that's why I want to do it is if you're taking your time to uh, search out our podcast and find us and listen to us I want to make sure that you are getting some 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 payoff for that as much as as much payoffs payoff as I can give you so that's where we're at for the next few weeks and then I'm sure January will come back and we will
be back on the train, uh, hitting it hard again, a couple episodes a week or one episode a week at least, and we'll probably get back on a uh, fairly regular schedule then. So I guess just as a uh, little bit of entertainment at the end of this episode, I'll probably, I'll try to, I'll try to see how long I can ramble on. Um, I have some theories about things that JoJo uh, is doing in our campaign and things that other characters are doing in our campaign as well, uh, especially Cory, which I will talk about that last because he really came into his own at the end of the last episode. He really started finding his character's voice and tone and we're really hitting our stride, which is kind of a bummer because we're going to be off and on now, but... So, the first thing is, is, um, I don't know if Reese said why he was here from the Feywild. Maybe I'm just tripping and I don't know what he's doing here or something like that, but it, it there, there always seems to be a very good reason for the Feywild creatures, especially the super ones, you know, elves are pretty pretty narrow Feywild, High Elves or whatever, and then you got your Eladrin, which, mm, it, depending on your campaign, Eladrin being in your world is kind of weird, kind of crazy, but then you get to, like, the Fairies and the Furbolgs and the the Feywild uh, critters that really have no business being on this plane. Well, if they're on this plane, you know they have business, so... A druid coming to this plane and just ending up here is definitely not by accident. So I'm wondering if he has some sort of skin in the game as far as uh, there's a creature he's trying to save or a person he's trying to find. He keeps getting like called by his mentor, so his mentor is still like alive and in the Feywild, so. Maybe his mentor sent him on some sort of trial or something to come to this plane and defeat someone or something. That's my theory, is his mentor keeps checking in on him because uh, he wants to see how he's doing, uh, if he's completing a goal or something like that, you know. There might be an assignment to find a certain stone or, you know, anything like that. And then he can return to the Feywild and be a arch druid or whatever the ranking is uh my second theory is the my second conspiracy theory i'm working on is the breach in vos legis which was like this super secure town city jojo made it out to be this super secure you can't get across the bridge with anything but it it was secure in the way that you couldn't just walk in. You couldn't just ride in. You couldn't... Uh, I don't know. It's in a dome. So, I guess we should have asked if something flew through the dome and crashed it. But we didn't. So, my guess is, is something teleported into the city. It seems to be the only logical way. And I think, I think that there was just some sort of... Uh, maybe heist uh, at a casino or something like that. Some Ocean's Eleven type thing. 
that Jojo was prepared to have us do a little investigation questing for, which would be fun. I love I love the uh, Who Done It. The old Who Done It is very good if you prepare properly and all that. But uh, I think that was just kind of a just a fishing rod. That was just a bait that Jojo was kind of putting in front of us to try to draw us into um, some sort of, you know, storyline that we could follow for a few episodes. So I don't think that was too big of a deal. But my third one is Corey. So Corey's had a few things happen to him. He put the mask on, this mask, which is very odd, and it, like, took over his body. And then towards the middle he did he put the mask on again or did he just get visited by this man the shadow man I don't know but the third one was he uh, poked that bandit we saved and wanted to drain his blood or you know something like that so uh Jojo might have, like, played his hand out a little bit when he, he mentioned vampire, which I don't think, I don't think it's a vampire lord patron of any kind. I don't think so. I think we would have gotten, we would have gotten, like, a pretty, pretty intrinsic vampire vibe from him. I feel like it's not a vampire warlock patron, but... It's definitely, like, something to do with sacrificing or, you know, like, a blood, blood for the blood god. Or it, it could even be something like a, uh, like, inflict, just inflicting pain on others is what, you know, like a, like a sadist, a sadist type deal for his patron. I'm very interested to see because his patron seems to be very mysterious and his patron has a bunch of voices and stuff that we're saying uh, to just kill the guy. So maybe it's not a pain thing. Maybe it is just a kill thing. Um, but that's where we're at. Those are my conspiracy theories. So kind of a shorter episode here. You know, I just put the put the tavern background on so we could just kind of speak speak straight into your ears you know just have a little bit with you anyways uh, remember www.rollfordamagepodcast.com I try to put in all the episode descriptions but they always seem to be a little messed up there's a hyperlink there but it usually gets squished into whatever word was before it uh, go check that out. We have affiliate links. We have places to find us on our socials and talk to us and all that. So go ahead and interact with us. Tell you what, tell us what you think about these first ten episodes. Uh, send us ideas uh, for drafts, for tier lists. If you if you are wondering about like, hey, what's the best uh, starting weapon? Uh, what's the best, you know, uncommon magical weapon? What's the best? whatever we will rank them for you we'll we'll get a, a big list of them and rank them for you and we'll put them into an episode and yeah give us ideas I'll, I'll 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 be more than happy to make make whatever you guys send us if you do send us some but anyways i've been rambling for a little while now and 
yeah, just uh, stay tuned, stick with us through this time, and um, I guess it, just sleep safe, you know? <laughs>